Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast with me, Andrew Musgrove, and... And me, Sam Mulliner. That's his name. Didn't seem too sure. Welcome to the second episode of Get In The Bin, the new mini weekly series from the Everything Is Black and White podcast, the Newcastle United show. The concept is very simple. Every week, Sam and I will bring one item to the table that we'd like to see get in the bin. It will be from the game of football. It won't necessarily always be Newcastle United related. And then going forward, we'll have certain topics from where uh, or which we have picked from. Last week, the debut episode so Sam hit out at the lack of loyalty from sporting directors um, due to a certain Mr. Dan Ashworth. And my gripe was the fact that the free-to-wear coverage of the FA Cup is going to be drastically reduced after TNT announced they'd won the right to air the competition from 2025-2026. And the winner was, Sam? You. And you can tell he's very happy about it indeed. Yes. I'm winning I, this week, though. I have got a belter. He's very confident. I got my item at uh, the lack of uh, or the redu- reduction of free to air coverage of the FA Cup in the bin. While Sam just spent last week's episode being bitter about Dan Ashworth, who by the time you listen to this may or may not now be in his role at Manchester United, or more likely he'll just be tending to his garden. Right, Sam, this week's episode. What are you going with? You've got two minutes to introduce your topic, um, and then I'll introduce mine. So your two minutes starts now. The six-second rule. Now, for those who aren't aware, goalkeepers are only allowed to handle the ball for six seconds. Is this enforced? No, not really. And it made me um, think back to the Bournemouth game the other week where Neto really should have... I mean, it was a weak refereeing performance, to, to say the least. But how Neto did not get at least cautioned uh, is absolutely beyond me. Um, either enforce it or change the rule, but it needs to be scrapped. Um, <clears throat> it's it's not fit for purpose. It's a bizarre rule. Um, and yeah, the, the referees need to either be stricter in, in, in the enforcement of it or it needs to go to 10 seconds or something a bit more realistic because it's a law in football which is pretty pathetic, to be honest. Okay, right. Well, if we start hitting out with everything that's not fit for purpose when it comes to football, we're going to have a very long episode. Don't Mine is actually... my point straight away. Because no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm just making I'm making a more general point that there's a lot that isn't fit for purpose in the world of Neto football. Neto was being an absolute D the other week. And I was front row of the Gallagher. And he was, I mean, I was with my six, now seven-year-old son, Um so I was I was holding back on some language that I would ordinarily use were I not with child. Um, and it was just taking the absolute mick. And it, the referee, I mean, the, that referee in particular should not be the Premier League official, but that's for another day. Um, incredibly weak performance. Didn't get hold of the game. And, and Neto was just allowed the freedom to time waste Pretty much for about half an hour. Onward. Yeah, he was he was quite. Uh, I'm not going to say clever at it. He was quite persistent with it. But we'll get onto that in a moment. I can see you're very passionate about it, which is going to set us up for a good show. Uh, my point this week, Sam, is the officials not raising the flag for an offside 
um, until the end of that section of play. That, for me, should get in the bin. It winds me up no end. Just raise the flag. Someone's going to get injured. Someone has been injured. It is an utter pointless rule that was introduced, I think, two years ago, the wait-and-see technique. Just a bit longer the... than that. It's been a bit longer than that, but I will I will say this to you, and I will, I'll ruin your point within five minutes of the whole episode with four words, Shelby versus Sheffield United. Yeah, but there's... Okay, yes, point, but... So join us next week where it is now 1-1 and uh, we'll be back with two more hot topics. No, well, well, right, right. This is not an easy win for you. Don't you worry about that. I get the Shelby point. Fantastic. Switched on. You all had the conversation about it, but... I can do another four words. Joe Linton versus West Ham. God, you've got it in the bag this week, haven't you? That's what you're thinking. It's not a consistent thing, though, is it? Like, not everyone plays to the whistle... And it just doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like the players on the pitch kind of are fully bought into that. And they also don't get the opportunity to because even though the flag's not raised straight away, when it is raised, sometimes the actual play hasn't come to an end. Um, which I think kind of poo-poo's the point you were making. But um we'll come back on to 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 my point about not raising the flag for an offside or an offense until the end of that play. Let's go back to your point in the sixth second rule because I was actually pleasantly surprised because I thought you were going to complain about players not being punished for not sticking to it, which is part of your gripe, but you're actually also saying it's an unrealistic rule. Do you know what? I don't think it is part of my gripe because I have no issue at all with with, um, keepers trying to time waste and like the S. Housery element. We did it lots last season, but my point is we did it lots last season and we picked up a lot of yellow cards doing it. Um, whereas it's not always followed through consistently um, from from weak referees in particular. Um, whether they're a bit... I mean, it kind of ties into your point as well, maybe a bit complacency now that um, VAR's in place and they're a bit too scared to make a, to make a proper decision. Um, you see that in the FA Cup where in grounds where there's no VAR. Um, and the game does flow better, but if a, if a, if a goalkeeper is going to really take the mick out of a out of a situation like Neto was doing in particular the other week, then there has to be some kind of punishment for that, whether it be indirect free kick. Um, do I remember at youth level when, like, twenty years ago when I played? where it was quite strict in my league. I would literally, because I was a goalkeeper, I would save it, run to the edge of my box and kick it out. And sometimes I'd get penalised for the six-second rule just by doing that, making a save, running to the end of the box and distributing it out. And then it all just seems to kind of get forgotten about and there's just no punishment for it. And keepers are allowed to run down the clock. They'll uh, wait for everyone to get out, still holding the ball. You know, I might just have a little bounce of it now. Well nothing's really on, I'll just have a little bounce of it again. You know, 30 seconds have now gone by and the keeper's still holding it and then he eventually puts it down and um, kicks it off the floor. That's that's not what the law of the game is, I'm afraid. And it's, it's, it's whether you want to call it game management or S-housery or this, that and the other, um, 
either the rule needs to be adjusted for the modern game or it needs to be enforced properly. Well, that's probably a more general point, isn't it? There's a, a lack of consistency when it comes to officiating. There's a lack of competency when it comes to officials. And I don't know how you solve that because the... So you either enforce it and then it gets stopped. Because if a keeper's holding on to the ball and he's, what, seven yards out from his goal, he then concedes an indirect free kick. So are we saying maybe have like a big a screen, big screen and a countdown? Six, five, four, three, two, one. And then when it gets to zero, if he hasn't kicked it, if he hasn't chucked it out, he the referee's got no Gets to a bit extreme. <clears throat> no, um, it is a bit it's a bit American as well, I think, that, that whole countdown scenario. I, I, I know referees aren't having the greatest time at the moment, but I'm pretty sure they can internally count to six. But I wonder why the why do you think it isn't enforced at the moment? Because it's it's a very simple rule. Surely you look at your watch, you count six seconds, and if it hits six and he hasn't gotten rid of it, he gets booked. I mean, you don't even need to look at your watch to count to six. Um, Granted, but you know, for the you know for the sticklers who 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 will question that the referee maybe has gone one second too early. I or suppose. One... The argument is the the flow of the game, which is why players are allowed to steal a couple of yards from throw-ins and free kicks and this, that and the other. Although, um, to combat Neto, did you see Anthony Gordon um, in the second, second half? That was it, because it was right in front of me. Um, he still yeah. moved it forward, though. He still, the, once the referee put it down where it, wanted to, where it should have been, he still moved it forward. Yeah, so so you, you could argue there's a common sense element to it. However, what I would say to that is the common sense element of it, you shouldn't be allowed to take the pee if you're then taking nearly one minute to take a goal kick or to to, to um to, to get the ball distributed um after making a save. It's just, it's just it's 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 that the flow of the game argument then does go out the window. Because you're you're essentially just running down the clock, which is what Neto was looking to do very early on, considering you know that Bournemouth were well in the game in the first half. Some would say they 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 had the better of it, which they did. Um, so I find it really odd. What he have we ever seen a keeper sent off for uh, two yellow cards for that offence for holding on to the ball? So time time wasting is a bookable offence. The six-second rule isn't a bookable offence. It's like off, offside. Right, so there's the other thing then. See, I always thought if you held on for six so my, seconds... My 2004 refereeing course degree is finally paying off. So that maybe adds another part of your gripe then. Then should the six-second rule become punishable by a yellow card? So you're going to say death then. Um, I'll stick with a taser in, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, no... But sure, but but surely, if if it, sorry, I, I mean, I'll take your refereeing uh, knowledge at first hand. But surely, if you're holding on to the ball for six seconds, and the rule is it has to be, you know, distributed within six seconds, that is time wasting, right? Because you're not. Uh, I I would say not because six seconds. You're delaying. Yeah, but the punishment is indirect free kick, which is uh, for that, whereas your punishment for what is time-wasting or unsporting behaviour, which is what it will come down to, 
it'll be classified as unsporting behavior not um time wasting um the punishment is just a caution not uh, a free kick to the opposition you're still then allowed to take your goal kick or whatever aren't you true true right so i've gone back and i found the uh the good old rules um laws laws july 1997 fifa also established that if a goalkeeper holds the ball for more than five or six seconds the referee must judge this as time wasting and award an indirect free kick to the opposing team Although in practice, the six-second rule is rarely enforced on a literal six-second count. From the moment they control the ball as written in the laws, and instead when enforced, it is often after a longer time frame involving the goalkeeper faking throws, kicks, or running around the penalty area. Um, so oh, you have visions of Jordan Pickford doing all of that. But as you say, you go back to last year, Sam, and Newcastle were the experts at and if you've got any uh little ones in the room and you listen to this podcast this is your six second warning to the next word i'm going to use because it is a rude word um so one two three four five six so you know no wasting time for me they were the experts at shit house we weren't there and this was part of it they would delay tactics and 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 we were all for it as you said it was part and parcel of what made newcastle so great last season so can we really hate on 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 people doing it First of all, I didn't realise we were allowed to F and Jeff. Um, well, I've got to give them warning. I've got to give them warning. Okay. Yeah, you've got to put the E on the uh, on the podcast now. I've uh, known you as well, Sam. If, if you get an inch, you'll take a mile. That's the issue. So I'm, 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 a, loose, I'm a loose cannon. Um, yeah. like it, it just comes back to the, the flow of the game argument and, and common sense aspect. But the point is, like what we did last season, we got we got pulled up for it. And we the, we then use that again to, to waste time. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Like Liverpool at Anfield, which was just heartbreaking. Um, I was in the away on that night, and, and still gives me nightmares. Um, so so yeah yeah you you know you pay your money, you take your choice when you when you use when you employ them kind of tactics. The point is, we were we were penalised when we did it. Um, Joe Linton, Pope, Cher, they they all got plenty of cautions for unsporting behaviour will be the technical term, but time wasting is, is is in essence what it was. So when you when you see Neto um, trying to confuse the poor ball girl behind the goal on Saturday, um, just so he can he can waste a minute, I, I just think you just. A bit of a D head. That that's 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 all I can imagine. And sure. and that, that should have been and it was down to poor officiating and weak not poor weak officiating. That was down to so you know But my, it sounds my... like there needs to be a tweak to that rule. And you mentioned earlier in your point about maybe extending the time limit. Well this is this is this is why it needs to get in the bin, doesn't it? Because six seconds probably isn't long enough. You could probably increase it to ten, and it might work better then. Um, that it, it's just not. Uh, it, it's just one of these laws of the game that are just weird, and it's just no real kind of common sense about it at all. Really, you. It, it just. It's it's not 
enforced. So what's the point of it being there? And you may as well change it to make it an actual law that can be applied to every game. Hmm. Okay. 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 He's also. It's funny you mentioned uh, throw-ins and stuff because you mentioned Neto and how he that moment with Anthony Gordon moving the ball forward. That really frustrates me when they do it on the touchline. They try and get an extra, you know, five ten yards, and the referee doesn't do anything about it. And I often think wildly, and I'm not being serious before anyone writes it, but I often think you know, when the ball goes out, is there no way like 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 a like a powder bomb can explode or something, and it marks exactly where the ball went out, and then you have no chance of moving forward that you know there's a nice purple mark on the on the touchline that's where it went out that's where you're standing well yeah, so you think linos should have the the spray as well that yeah but i mean no, no linesman and we'll get onto them in a second they'll be spraying not the right position i don't know you know like when in them in, in the american movies when they steal all the money and then all of a sudden there's a big explosion of purple ink in the bag somehow can we replicate that and put that on onto a Onto the touchline when they know when the ball goes across, there's a little mark on the touchline that says that's where it's gone out. I mean, it means you'd have a You're suggesting a lot of Americanized things that I'm not really a fan of. They're a big time. I'm not being 100% serious. I can I can see people now um, getting the pitchforks out and coming for us, but it is a massive frustration. And it, it goes back to, to your point, really, Sam. The serious point is that where's the enforcement? Where's the enforcement on the six second rule? Where's the enforcement on where the ball goes out? You know, and allowing them to get even just five yards, it can make all the difference. It seems yeah. daft to some, but actually, it can make all the difference. That's yeah. the general, the, the overarching point, isn't it? The, the, the lack of just punishing wrongdoing in the game. Yeah, well, just enforcing the laws of the game. That's all. That's all. Yeah. Like, like every other like law is enforced. Um, the whole the whole law in itself is not fit for purpose, so that's why it needs to get in the bin. It it shouldn't be six seconds in the first place. Uh, it does tie in nicely to to time wasting, but the difference is, arguably, instead of taking a booking, which you know then could lead to a, a match suspension or whatever, but an indirect free kick from six yards out or whatever, and you think back to like like in essence, it's the same as a, as a pass back. Um, yeah. You think back to Shearer versus West Brom, and um, uh, the women's team had one against Burnley the other week. I was, I was, I took the whole family to the women's game away at Burnley uh, last Sunday, and and Burnley made a pass back, um, and the referee enforced it. I mean, fair play to the ref because like, like the whole of the crowd, because it's again one of them that isn't really enforced to to the harshness that it really could be. Um, there's a lot left to interpretation with passbacks and and how deliberate, you know, a, what what do you call a pass or what do you call a deflection? Um, it, it it's one of them where you know holding on to the ball for too long could then cost you a goal. Hmm. Yeah, grand right. I'm going to go with my point now, and it's the not raising the flag for an offside. I just think someone's going to get hurt. Someone's going to get injured. It's it, it's totally pointless letting them run on through, especially for the decisions in which you know they are offside. I can understand to a degree the the more narrow ones. Maybe they're not sure, but then that begs the question: Are they relying on on VAR to to make sure, uh, which isn't necessarily a great thing? You know, we want linesmen to be confident and insured. 
that they're right, you know, that they know what they're doing, that they're confident in, in calling the right decision. And you mentioned earlier in the show, it is a breath of fresh air when you're watching championship games or the FA Cup games and the game is flowing and the linesmen are, are, are trusting their instinct and, and they're getting it right more often than not. And it is it is uh, something that I, I really enjoy seeing. I just think they should scrap this rule because for every one or two instances where someone plays on and they end up getting a goal, that in itself is a bit meh because, you know, the opposition have stopped or what have you and, okay, someone's tapped the ball in the back of the net, but it's still a bit, you know. And just to reaffirm, we saw Edison... Uh, was it against Newcastle actually? Was it Wilson? Was or he's out? Someone ran through, didn't they? Clobbered, clobbered Edison, I think, and it turned out the player was offside. And it's those sort of moments where you think, what's the point? What, what's the point? Just raise the flag, and 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 call it offside. Because where's, where's your cut-off point though? Because I'm all for it. Because there are like in some aspects, because there are some really obvious ones that you just think, well, why haven't you stuck your flag there? It was obvious. It was two yards off. Always you cut off point at the grey area where Lino, you know, you've got a split second to make a call. Um, knowing you've got the benefit um, of VAR uh, in the back of your head. <clears throat> why why wouldn't you see how it develops? I think you just get rid of it, though. I think that's one of the rules. I just say just scrap it and just trust your instinct. So then Steve Bruce's Newcastle are struggling to hold on to a 1-0 lead at Bramall Lane. When Sheffield United were actually good-ish. You know, Newcastle don't get that second goal against West Ham that Joe Linton scored. Up until then, it was actually... I know it finished 5-1 in the end, and it was I was there that night, and it was just an utter joyous hour and a half. Um, but but these up until are two then... Examples, but you're, but these, these are just two examples in a host of instances where... The, the, the rest of it's just been a total waste of time. Because I'm making it relevant to the audience, Andrew. Well, I get, I get your point. I get your point, but I don't know. It, it, it doesn't persuade me that this is a good thing. Not, I mean, do you think it's a good thing them not raising the flag for an offside? I think there is a grey area and a cut-off point where they need to raise their flag. Like there, there's some proper obvious ones where you should just raise your flag. Because it's 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 obvious it's stupid that you don't and maybe officials in that aspect have become overly reliant on on VAR and you know getting the lines out on on, on the computer screen. Um, there's a grey area, and then there's an aspect where it works really really well because you've let play go on. They've tucked the ball in the net, but you can flag after. On-field decision is offside. But then you can go and, and, and check it on VAR. And, you know, although it can take a bit of time, the right decision, nine times out of ten, is usually reached. Mm. You know, I don't know. It just annoys us when you see someone running through. And it is probably more the the more obvious ones. And all of a sudden, the, the flag goes up. And then you look back and you think, yeah, he was, he was miles offside. What is the point? And it's not as if you can... You can introduce even more, uh, like another element of the rule, which is open to interpretation. This grey area you're talking about. It's not like you can say, right, you know, you can stick your flag in the air if you definitely think it's offside. If you're not too sure, just delay because then that again is just going to open a whole kind of worms. It needs to be one or the other, doesn't it? I think both of our kind of topics can just be put under the umbrella of weak officiating. 
I know having a belief in VAR, for me, it's, it, it's, do you fully trust VAR to get the decisions right? I mean, like you say, with, 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 with I trust off, the like, technology. Yeah, I trust the I trust, technology. Yeah. I don't, in, I don't trust the guys using it. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that's the main issue, isn't it? I know that the, the guy, the name of which escapes me, I apologize, who, who trains the VAR officials is leaving and he's going to rugby league. Um, so maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, time will tell. Rugby us, do. I, I don't know which form of rugby, but rugby do it really well, don't they? Like rugby Mike... league he's going to. Rugby union do it fantastically yeah. well. That's where football need to take a, a, a page out of, of the book and, and follow. Well, that was um, always the argument, wasn't it? Of when the technology was introduced, look at rugby and and how rugby players uh, treat the officials. Um, Technology's there, as we say. It's just the players, yeah. the people running it. Yeah. But I would just like to see officials, especially linesmen, and, and it does it does also apply to referees, but I just like to see them have a bit more confidence in, in, in their decisions, in their instincts. And it goes down to to this rule about not raising your flag. I think it just risks people getting injured, and you might as well just put the flag up. You know, people I think I think. With all the changes of late, I think stripping back that rule of delaying the flag is one, and people listening and watching, you can tell me I'm wrong, get in the comments, let me know. But I think it's if that rule was suddenly gone and disappeared and changed back to how it was, I think it's probably the rule that people would accept the most reversed. Do you get what I mean? I don't think people would be too fussed about, I don't think people would be kicking off, oh, wait, you can't scrap that rule. I'll be wrong. Would you be first? If you woke up tomorrow and the FA said, actually, guess, lads and lasses, we're, we're getting rid of it. We're just going to rely on, on the instinct now of the, of the, of, of the linesman. I think it's going to, it's, it's going to cost more goals than you think. Hmm. Okay. okay. Whereas you could say if the, if the six second or whatever, however many seconds you want to give, because the whole rule's stupid, which is why it needs to get in the bin. If, if, for example, let's continue with the Neto um, kind of scenario. Were he in the second half, when he's faffing around um, trying to confuse the poor uh, ball girl, he then concedes an indirect free kick six yards out when the game is 2-2. And, mm. you know, there's three minutes of, of the, the 10 added minutes left to play. Newcastle get a free kick six yards out with Fabian Cher's traction engine of a right foot primed, or Matt Ritchie's wand of a left foot primed to win the game. You know. <clears throat> right. It, it, well, I think that makes for a more appealing um, change rather than your one, which is just well, costing goals to the game. Okay. Well, we're going to come on to the end now, and this is where you will have... Your 30 seconds or so to make one final plea to me and our listeners and viewers to back your call to put the six-second rule in the bin. And the way this uh, will work every week, ladies and gents, is that if me and Sam cannot agree, we will open it up to the floor, we'll run a little poll, and you guys will have the deciding vote. If one of us can be persuaded to join the other, as last week uh, Sam was persuaded to join me, um, you guys can still get involved. You can still argue with us and tell us we were totally wrong. We love when you do that. Sam, 30 seconds, persuade me that the six-second rule 
needs to be in the bin. The six-second rule is a pointless law that is not fit for purpose in the modern game. It needs to be altered or enforced, and you could cut down time wasting and the S-housery of teams and enforce. It could result in more goals with indirect free kicks, or it could completely cut out silly goalkeepers who just want to waste time and get involved with crowd antics. Either way, it needs to get in the bin because it is not fit for purpose. Last week you spoke about how passionate I was about my my points about the FA Cup. And you, and you said this week you'd be a bit more passionate. Was, was that your passionate, top-level passionate? Is that was that the bar set there? Considering I'm ill, yes. Okay, okay. I'm not I'm not doubting it. It was it was it was rather passionate. Um my 30 seconds begins now. Scrap this ridiculous rule of not raising the flag for an offside until the end of the passage of play. Someone's gonna get injured. It's not worth the risk. Okay, you have one or two instances where players have played on and put the ball in the back of the net and it's easy to hold them up because this is a Newcastle United podcast and Newcastle United are probably the prime example of doing so. But overarching, it is a stupid rule. It doesn't really add anything to the game. As I said, someone's going to get injured and probably quite serious at some point. It actually disrupts the flow of the game when you have to stick the flag up. They could have stopped it and the game could have resumed a lot sooner. Um, And yeah, I think we need to see Lionsmen be more confident in themselves they're getting the decision right, use that instinct, go back to how it was. Okay, you might get a few wrong, but it's always nice to watch games where there's no VR, they're not relying on it, and they're just getting it right. Um, scrap it, scrap it, get rid of it. Come so on. you you were disgusted when Fabian Shell looped that diagonal to Joe Linton, who tucked it away past Fabianski to make it 2-0. You were disgusted with that. No, I wasn't. <clears throat> I just expected. I just explained it's easy to hold that up because you know when you're Castle fans and we, we benefited from it. But I think looking mm. at it, looking at it in a general sense, that there there are two examples and the Shelby won't be another. But it's unbalanced. You know, there's more bad than good with this rule in my view. Um, but I don't think I persuaded you. So now it's going to rely on me to come over to your side, right? That's what's going to have to happen here, or we open it up to the floor. Well, you can do I the right actually... thing. Huh? You can do the right thing, which is come well. and come over because you know I'm right. I am very passionate about this about this this this, this flag issue, um, and I do think it deserves to be scrapped. However, the six second rule, on the basis of it being enforced, I am agreeing with you. It needs to be yeah. enforced. Yeah. Um, does it need to be extended to ten seconds? Potentially, I'm not too sure. I think if you started enforcing it on six seconds, and I know we, we joked about having a big screen and a big countdown, but hey, it would stop them messing about, wouldn't it? If you knew you yeah, actually like shot clock counting. in snooker, just to kind of make it a little less American, um, do the shot clocking like the snooker shootout or whatever. Yeah, that's um, yeah. There's, there's there's potential for that, but um, yeah, it, it's just I think I'm glad you've done the right thing and and seen the light because um, it was just better than yours in every single way, shape, and form. Mate, you, last week you were personal and bitter towards Ashworth. This week, bitter and personal towards me. What is going on? I'm still ill. Still ill. All right. Well, that's an easy excuse. Next week you might be in a better mood, ladies and gents. But yes, this has been episode two of Get in the Bin, and this week's winner is Sam Mulner, who persuaded me, Andrew Musgrove, to back his point that the six-second rule 
needs to get in the bin. You can get in touch with me and Sam on uh, social media. We've also got the Everything is Black and White podcast email where I'd love you guys to get in touch. Drop me an email with any topics you want me and Sam to cover in this mini series because going forward, we are going to uh, look at specific areas of the game. Sorry, Newcastle United is there a, a topic each regarding Newcastle United that we'd like to get rid of, etc. etc. The email is the EIBW podcast at which plc.com um, and I'll check out what you guys send in but thank you very much for tuning in it's been a pleasure this has been Get In The Bin episode 2 and from me and Sam Mulner we'll see you guys very soon